When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. These are the audio notes of Dr. Jamie McMillan Berry aboard the DSS Amphitrite. I'm recording these notes for review by the board of the Casita Memorial Research Fund. Right now, it's. I, I know it's too soon to really notice the air getting colder. It hasn't even been that long since we switched over to backup power. Yeah, buried the lead on that one, didn't I? The station is currently running on emergency power. I think Hamish jinxed us somehow. So, here I am, recording my notes and twiddling my thumbs, because Captain Aspros told me to stay put while she got in touch with the surface. Meanwhile, Jack and Hamish are working on whatever needs to happen to get the power going again. I remember Hamish mentioned things the station personnel could do to fix the geothermal power if it got clogged or whatever. But I have no idea what those things are. Jack and Hamish are no doubt communicating swimmingly. I was asleep when it happened, and since Captain Aspros told most of us to stay put, I'm still here, three hours later, still in my sleeping quarters instead of my office, my very cramped and confined sleeping quarters. It's, well, in contrast to the normal full-spectrum fluorescence, the emergency lighting is more what you might expect from a theatrical production of Dante's Inferno. The classic work of literature, not the volcano movie. Though, speaking of movies, I'm sure there's a scene just like this in basically any action movie ever made involving a submarine. This dim, ominous, red and orange lighting everywhere. At least nothing's flashing? And the alarm got turned off? That's the thing that actually woke me up. Uh, that's probably exactly what it's for. I can't believe I slept through an earthquake that was severe enough to cut power to the entire station. At least we're not going to run out of emergency power anytime soon. I mean, the reserves are supposed to last for a few days, even if we have a couple hundred temporary visitors in the short-term wings. So, since there's currently only the six of us, yeah, there's plenty of time to try and fix things before we have to worry. Aftershocks. Uh, 
Those are... That's a, that's a thing that happens. Uh, hang on. Shit. Okay. Uh, Captain Asperos? It's, it's Jamie. What's your status, Jamie? Are you alright? I'm fine. I, I hit the bulkhead with my shoulder, but I, I think it's just gonna bruise. Um, is everyone accounted for after that aftershock? I, I think, I think someone is hurt. I just heard from Ramirez and Turin, and I was about to check in with everyone else. Hang tight for a few minutes. Okay. If it's not Hamish or Mona or myself or Captain Asperos, that only leaves Jack and Peterson, and there's no reason it would be Dr. Peterson. Jack? Is that you? Are you hurt? Jamie! Oh! Yeah! Oh, bloody well injured! Jamie, I haven't been able to get in touch with Jack. Can you hear him? Yeah, he just said he was injured. Do you know where he is? I, I can't see him down the corridor, but I can hear him. He should be in the maintenance section of the station. Can you find him and see if you can safely get him relocated to medical? Uh, yeah, um, whatever you need me to do, Captain. Good. Remember all those doors I told you not to open? Congratulations. I take some of it back. Go down the corridor in the opposite direction from the labs, then head through the door at the end marked Physical Plant. Right. Okay. Physical Plant Door. There will be steps leading downward and you should reach a long corridor built into the trench wall running parallel to it. I'm hoping at that point you should be able to see Vernon and get to him. There should be a wall calm nearby and I will keep trying to contact it. Sounds easy enough. Aye aye, Captain. Thank you, Jamie. Okay. Okay. I know there's an emergency flashlight around here somewhere. There! Oh, thank goodness. A light that's not orange or red. What circle of how would this be, anyway? Jack? I'm coming to find you! Alright! I'm still here! Can't move! Doors. Alright, uh, several doors. Um, short-term wings, one and three down that way, and two and four down the other way, and there's the hatch in the floor for ROV bays, and, okay, one in the ceiling for communications, and, okay, here we go. Physical plant. Access restricted. Yippee. Okay, steps down, there we go, and, okay, it's a long corridor, lots of pipes, and unexpectedly warm. Jack? Jamie! There you are! What happened? Oh, holy shit, your face, and, and your leg! No idea what you're talking about. It's fine. Yeah, you're not putting any weight on that anytime soon. What do you mean? Ew, I'll race it a medical. Do you, do you think you can make it if I help? Is there anything that needs to be done here that I can do? No, there's nothing left to do here right now. Okay, do you think you can stand up? Just give me your hand and... Uh... Yeah, alright, give me it. <laughs> oh, no, not happening. Yeah. 
No. Shit. Hold that thought. Uh, don't, don't pass out. Jamie, are you there? Did you find Jack? Report. Yeah, I'm here. So's Jack. He's, he's not great. He's got a broken leg and a profusely bleeding head wound. How sure are you that it's broken? Half his lower leg is going in an angle that it shouldn't be. Can you get him to medical on your own? No, I can't get him up on my own. I think it's going to take two people to move him. Can you ask Dr. Peterson to come down here with a brace or something? I can hear you. I'll be right there. Peterson, off the line. You're in the maintenance corridor, right? Don't try to move him again on your own. Okay. Jamie, once you and Dr. Peterson have moved Jack to medical, come and see me in the administrative office. Sure thing, Captain. Okay. You still can't pass out. I'm just going to put all these tools back in your toolkit, okay? You can tell me where they go. All right. Uh, uh pliers? Uh, far side. Uh, pocket number three. Uh, uh wrench? Which one? No, the uh, crescent wrench. Near side, long ways, with the hammer. Got it. Uh, other pliers? Far side. Pocket number two. Barry. Vernon? Over here! There you are. Vernon, I'm going to have to move your leg to get the brace on. The louder you scream, the more trouble it will be for me, and the longer it will take, and the more pain it will cause you. Right. Right, yeah. I got it. Do your thing, Doc. Good. Now you're going to stand up. Get his other arm. Between the two of us, we should be able to get him on his feet and over to medical. Christ. Couldn't have had some painkillers before we did this part? No. Let's go. A five-legged race. Great. This is going to work so well on the stairs. We're carrying most of his breath. As long as we move up the stairs together, it should be fine. Good job, man. Oh, no, man, you know what I mean. I could leave you here. Come on, we, we just have to make it down the hallway. Get him on the... Yes, there. Now you can have some painkillers, Vernon. You're gonna need them when I set this. You've got things under control here, right? I need to... Yes, go. Jamie, you and Dr. Peterson got Jack to medical? Yeah, Sydney was about to give him some painkillers when I left. What do you need? The aftershocks knocked out the cable line that patches us into the internet. Oh, shit. Yeah. I need to talk to Hamish about the seismic activity, and whether he thinks we're due for any more aftershocks in particular, before we go out and try to make any repairs outside the station. Or inside the station, for that matter. But his equipment is all in the lab, so I can't bring him here. I have to go there. And while I'm talking to Hamish, I need someone else to stay here, monitoring the backup communication system in case someone responds to our emergency beacon. You remember what I taught you about how to use the system? Sure, yeah. 
I can handle it. But uh, what do I say if someone does respond? If they're a nearby sub that was planning to talk with us, you can let them know that's obviously not an option right now. Any offers of assistance? Get the vessel name, commanding officer, nation of origin, and company of ownership if it's a civilian vessel. Then call the lab and I'll come back to deal with them. Anything else? Just use your best judgment. Got it. Here's the headphones. I'll be back to update you once a plan's been worked out. Okay, uh, good luck. Am I still... Uh Uh-huh. I forgot I was still recording. For that matter, for a few minutes there, I even forgot about how the power has gone out and we're running on backup 6,000 meters below sea level. And now the internet connection is out to boot. I hope Jack's going to be okay. His leg looks... bad. At least it hadn't broken the skin, but... Legs aren't supposed to bend that way. Shit, his tools are still back there in the maintenance corridor, too. Well, I guess it's not like anybody's gonna steal them. BSC Bubble N broadcasting on all primary and emergency channels for BSS Amphitrite. BSS Amphitrite, please respond. Uh, yes, this is the Amphitrite. Uh... Over. BSS Amphitrite, we see you responding on the emergency channel. What is your status? Do you need assistance? Bubblini, we're currently experiencing technical difficulties. Are you able to render assistance? Negative Amphitrite, I'm sorry. We are not staffed or equipped for emergency assistance. Who is this? We have an urgent message for one of your crew. Bubblini, this is uh, Dr. Jamie McMillan Barry. Most of the station crew is a little busy right now. Who's your message for? Can you just give it to me so I can pass it along? Amphitrite, our message is for a Dr. Mona Ramirez. Mona? Bubble Annie, uh, go ahead. Amphitrite, message follows. We regret to inform Dr. Ramirez about the passing of one Javier Ramirez, who had Dr. Ramirez listed as his next of kin. Mr. Ramirez died in hospice care yesterday at 10.27 p.m. local time. That's... I... Oh, no. Uh, DSV Bubble Annie, please confirm. Javier Ramirez, who had DSS Amphitrite crew member Dr. Mona Ramirez listed as his next of kin, is... is dead? Amphitrite, that's correct. Details inbound via secure file transfer. Should be an email waiting for her. Panoptics Incorporated has been trying to confirm receipt of information with Dr. Ramirez directly for a few hours. Thank you. They must have tried to get in contact after our uh, technical difficulties began. Message, uh, message confirmed. Oh, Mona, I, I have to tell her. Right? I don't think I could not tell her. Shit, which one is it? Uh, is this the science lab? Yes. Jamie, do you need me to come back? No. Is Mona there? Hey, Jamie, I'm here. What's up? 
Captain Aspros, can you send Mona here? I need to speak with her in private. Jamie, what is this about? A message came in for her over the radio, okay? But, ah, it's of a sensitive nature. And this can't wait until later. She needs to hear it right away, Captain. Please. I see. Dr. Ramirez? Hang on, Jamie. I'll be right there. Jamie, what's going on? Mona, you should sit down. Wait, what's what's wrong? What happened? Are you okay? Mona, I just got a message from a passing... Oh, shit, I don't even know. So, a boat? I, I guess it must have been a sub. And I, Panach has been trying to get a hold of you for a couple of hours now. Me? <laughs> Why me? It's... Mona, it's about your father. What about him? Mona, I'm so sorry. Sorry about what? Your dad, he... he passed away yesterday. He what? What? No, he was... What do you mean? What happened? Uh, No! I don't know what happened. They confirmed it was Javier Ramirez. He had you listed as his next of kin. And they said there was a secure file transfer with the details waiting in your email inbox. I don't, I don't understand. How could, he, how could he be dead? He was only 53. They said he died in hospice care. What? He just had his annual checkup in January and everything was fine. I don't know, but... You know what? No. No, he was fine when I left L.A. to start my research down here. No, they just, they got the wrong Javier Ramirez or something. He had you listed as his next of kin, Mona. I don't know, maybe, maybe the medical records got mixed up. Mona? No. No, it's some kind of mistake or misunderstanding or something. I, I have to go. Thank you, Jamie. I get that you wanted to tell me yourself in private like this and I appreciate it of course Uh, if you need to talk I know I know most comfortable couch in the whole station possible, I I guess, that there really was some kind of mix-up, but, and I'd love to be proven wrong here, I don't think that's what happened. I wonder what did happen with her father, though. Of course they couldn't just spill all the medical details to some random passing sub, but hospice care? That doesn't make a lot of sense if he really was fine when Mona came down here. Anything that would have put him in hospice isn't the kind of thing that just strikes out of the blue. I... I remember how it feels, though. How... unreal it is. Someone just... dies, and you have absolutely no idea it's coming, and 
Yeah, I've been there. I can't blame her for not believing me. Ah, oh, shit. Guess what time it is. In Guam, it's 11-something a.m. on Saturday morning. And in California, the sun's setting. Well, it's not like I can go back to my sleeping quarters to grab one of my LED candles. I think I'm stuck here until Captain Aspros comes back to take over the radio again. Whenever that's going to be. How long does she need to talk to Hamish, anyway? <sighs> Actually, after all of that, I don't really mind spending some quality time alone with this radio. And without this recorder. There's been more than enough excitement for one set of audio notes, that's for sure. This is Dr. Jamie McMillan Barry, signing off. Under Pressure is a production of the Procyon Podcast Network. This episode was written by Phoebe Siders and directed by Margaret Clark and Phoebe Siders. The role of Jamie McMillan Berry was played by Madison Schaefer. The role of Captain Phaedra Asperos was played by Danielle Shamaya. The role of Jack Vernon was played by Zach Valenti. The role of Dr. Sidney Peterson was played by Jory Taylor. And the role of Dr. Mona Ramirez was played by Thea Rogers. The name of the DSV Bubble Annie was requested by one of Procyon's Kickstarter backers, to whom we are endlessly indebted, and the role of her radio operator was played by Alexander Danner of the wonderful show Greater Boston. If you somehow discovered Under Pressure without knowing about or listening to Greater Boston, we highly recommend you go check them out at greaterbostonshow.com. The show was edited by Aaron S., and our music is composed by Dominic Wright. To find out more, please visit underpressurepodcast.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at U underscore P underscore podcast, or on Tumblr at underpressurepodcast.tumblr.com. If you'd like to support us, the show is on Patreon at patreon.com slash underpressure. Please remember to rate and review. Thank you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.